Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche <laughs> Podcast. We got AJ, we got Eric, we got Rudo. The Avs win 6-4 to four over the Ottawa Senators in a roller coaster of a hockey game. Uh, a billion things happened in this game. Pretty standard yeah. stuff, honestly. If yeah, that's standard, I quit, bro. <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know what the issue is. I got a 60-second rundown, which I'm not going to cover nearly half of it, but we'll yeah, get to my luck. best. Yeah. <laughs> Avs dominate the first 10 to 15 minutes of this game. They absolutely deserve to be winning, but instead, at one point, they were down 2-1. Uh, one Ottawa goal that they do to themselves, one that uh, is absolute nonsense. But Nathan McKinnon wheeling and dealing gets not one but two in the first period. The second period kind of sucked. Uh, <laughs> Avs weren't all that good in it, and uh, it showed. They give up two goals to Ottawa in that one to get it to 4-2. to two. They do pull one back. They make it 4-3 with a power play goal uh, from Miko. And that's really the tale of this game. The Avs power play bailed them out tonight. Mm. Uh, in the third period, they score not one, but two power play goals. One of those power plays gotten because of a offside challenge that we'll talk about. Get the Avs 5-4. to four. And Georgiev, there were some struggles tonight, but at the end of the day, he ends up over 900 save percentage. I think he made 41 saves. Avs win at 6-4 with the empty netter. Look, bro. Nobody scores five goals against Alexander Georgiev. <laughs> How long Nobody. are you holding on to that one, bud? Nobody <laughs> does it. Uh, before we get to Georgiev, let's, let's start with the obvious hero here. It's a five-point night for Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> McKinnon has been very, very good over this last stretch. But then there's nights like tonight where you're like, oh, right, he is the best player in the world. It's a hat trick, plus one even with the empty netter. The chat is already saying it. Is a conversation starting to build legitimately for Nathan McKinnon for the heart this year? 100%. <laughs> Absolutely, in my book. I'm here I mean, for he's, it. We said it the other day. He's a savage right now. He's absolutely on a different planet, and then he takes over games. And I, I mean, it's more like the first few minutes of a game. You you see him jump in the screen there. Obviously, they had success tonight, right, with those two goals and on the power play. But yeah, he can be frustrating at times. He is. He, he is frustrating. Uh, but nobody can skate like that with a puck. I mean, I know McDavid can, obviously. I'm talking about those are the two best guys with a puck in the National Hockey League in my book. Um, but he's clutch right now. And he's, uh, you know, he's he's making big plays. He's consistent. Um, he's racking up points like we talked about. It's not always about points. You can have a bad stretch and just kind of get points. I, which I believe earlier in the year he was getting points, but he was okay. You know what I mean? He, that was more in the tank. Yep. But right now it's pretty beautiful. Uh, even on that empty netter there, he's he battles a, a, an absolute horse in Chikrin. Chikrin's a horse. He's a physical specimen. Uh, you know, he steals the puck. It looks like nothing. You know what I mean? And so Max feeling it right now, which is very awesome. As much as I felt like Makar was on a different planet for, you know, 15 games, whatever it was, it's kind of nice now that it's Nate's turn. And then if you keep doing that, you're going to rack up a lot of wins and Somewhere, somehow, he's got to be in a conversation for the heart for sure. Yep, I think he should be. Not for AJ. <laughs> he's looking at the ceiling. I have nothing to add. Trying not to think about it. Yeah. 
And it's not uh, anti-McKinnon or anything. It's just that who gives a shit who the heart is after 33 games? I agree. I, I, agree. I hear you, but I a lot of people do give that. a shit. <laughs> We're speculating. This is, a, this is a thing that you do at 41 games and then the all-star break and then the trade deadline and then the season's over. And it's like, uh, it feels like, in all seriousness, though, it feels like you have to start the conversation for your guy early. Or he won't get yeah, yeah, right. don't, Because if you don't get loud about it, then you won't get it. Well, what time is it right now? But <laughs> so it's can, midnight back east right now. I don't know. Did they watch a little bit? You can. <laughs> oh, it's a little dagger. Right? A little nice. You Sorry. can easily look at some of the guys around him, and you can say, Nikita Kucherov, if he has 130 points in Tampa Bay, sneaks into eighth place yep. for the second wild card in an uber competitive east. Yep. He's going to win it. If Connor McDavid drags. The woe-begone Edmonton Oilers out of that atrocious start of theirs. And he gets anywhere within seeing distance of the scoring title or wins the damn thing. He's going to win it. I'm over that. It will be. No, he's going to win it. I know. But I'm, I'm over the, oh, Nathan McKinnon plays with good players, so he's not allowed to and win things. He will continue to get punished in the same way that people want to punish Kale McCarr. For playing with McKinnon, people are going to try and punish McKinnon for playing with Kale McCarr and Miko Rantanen and whatever and whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, it's it's just bullshit. Yep. Because if you were awarding a Hart Trophy right now, the guy has points in 17 straight games. <laughs> He's played 33. <laughs> it's a bit outrageous. Like, and this was a team, remember, that once upon a time got shut out three times in like five yep. games. Yep. That's crazy. <sighs> Since then, he's had a point in just about every single game. I, has he had a point in every game since the Vegas loss? Probably. There might be like will, one game in I there. I will go and yeah. check when we get done here, when I get done ranting about this. But, like, yes. If we were seriously talking about the heart at this point of the season, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but you already know how this has happened. I've already... Like, like Nathan McKinnon, I'm out on him winning a Hart Trophy in reality because people will always, I don't know why, but it has already happened several times in his career yep. that the mental gymnastics get done for why he can't win it. Is it like There's a there? reason he can't win it. But somehow, two guys in Edmonton are top, and five, forth every year. are top five in the voting every single year do not get punished for playing with elite teammates, but it will happen to Nathan McKinnon. It will. It will. I Unless he wins the scoring title and wins it relatively comfortably, he won't win it yep. because they will find some reason. And I don't even think that it's like anti like Nathan McKinnon in particular. I just think that it's there's just a weird thing that happens in the same way that people want to vote for Kale McCarr. They want to vote for somebody other than Nathan McKinnon. It's coastal bias. It's not. Give, give, <laughs> give it a rest with this, man. Yeah, it's coastal bias. So a dude from Edmonton wins every year. Like. <laughs> so anyway, I'm I'm just it, the conversation frustrates me so much because I, I already I can already see the end of it. And the great thing about the Hart Trophy uh, conversation is you can make whatever narrative you want to write fit. Yep, and that's exactly what happened when Taylor Hall won it over McKinnon. They looked and said, he has 40 more points than his next closest teammate. He scored at 27 straight He's, games. Look at it. He led, the, he led the Devils to the eighth seed, and they never would have made it without him. And yum, yum, blah, 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 right? Yep. And then the next time that it mattered, when Nathan McKinnon led his team in scoring and didn't have anybody close to him, it was 
he's the only guy on that team, but also he's got these guys. And oh, <laughs> it, all that same logic just disappeared because they were like, give it to the other guy. <laughs> it's a joke, man. And nights like nights like tonight, like that is a hammer. Yep. He dropped the hammer on all that nonsense. Nathan McKinnon rules. He is awesome. And tonight was a was a wonderful like Nathan McKinnon experience. Yep. It was like it was like going to an interactive art exhibit that you got to just <laughs> feel the joy and halfway through people a bunch of people threw hats at you. Just to run it down, Nathan McKinnon played 22-51, 9 shots on goal, 4 goals, 1 assist. Right away, he was feeling it. Nine shots on goal. Yeah, guy had nine shots on goal and almost shot fifty percent. <laughs> Girl, please. Yeah, is that he, why? Is that why Ben Nair has no Jack Adams? <laughs> you know why people win? You know why guys win the Jack Adams? Because it's decided upon relative to expectations. It's why. It's why Monty won it last year. It's why Rick Tockett's going to win it this year. You know, whoever is the coach of the surprise you team can't already be good. Yep. Yep. All right. Loki, there was a camera on altitude caught Bender tossing a hat onto the ice because it <laughs> fell onto the bench. That's pretty funny. And McKinnon was sitting next to him. I really wanted him to just put the hat on top of McKinnon's helmet. <laughs> I really want to just be like, you earned that big fella. Nee, 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 nee. But you're not allowed to have fun in the I NHL. Don't think, so. I don't think that's a move you get away with when the game's 4-4. Four, four, no, if it's uh, like 6-1, hell yeah. I don't care. I don't either. I want dope stuff like that. I'm with you, but... You guys all work in professional sports. They're games. Have a little fun. I'm here for it. Don't need to be so serious. People will get mad about it. Uh, McKinnon, the one to get him on the board first. Eric, you were kind of starting to say, it didn't take the goals to know that guy had it tonight. He he is flying. I always say, you look at the screen, he just pops on the screen. And what I mean by that is there's 10 guys, right? On a screen, usually you don't see all 10 guys, but usually you'll see about six or seven and... You definitely oh. saw that one. Wow, you see that guy. You're like, it's like a shooting star, right? Yep. You're like, what is that? You know, no pun intended, because he is a star. But <laughs> it's amazing to see when guys like that feel it. They feel it early. They feel it often. Obviously, they fell behind, like we talked about. Yep. But they struck early. They were in the game early. They, you knew that they were able to come back on a game like tonight because of the fact that Nate, Miko, they were feeling it. They were feeling good about their game. Ottawa Senators can defend. You saw that again tonight. Uh, they can score goals. You saw yep. that again tonight. Uh, but it was fun to watch McKinnon. It was fun to see that. You know, it's it, it's an important game with all the shit that's been going on and the inconsistency. Yep. It was great to see that. Well, A, the power play. And it just Kale, too. First couple yep. shifts, Kale McCarthy had five, five points two. for sure. <sighs> Bro, you're like, wow, is he good, right? No, like, no offense to Nathan McKinnon, but... Kale McCarr showing a little bit of why we talk about him as the best player in the world, too. That's my point. That first, was... Watch, those, two, watch yeah. those first two shifts. It's insane. Well, you give a guy with a nagging injury a week off, and it's amazing what it'll do for a guy, huh? Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Hey, it's a big win. We'll obviously dissect it, but it was fun to watch. Uh, we're going to go reasonably chronologically here, so <laughs> let's get into the, the first two goals against for the Did abs. you know that was his fifth? Five sixth, point? Sixth. Five-point game of his career. That's six of them. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, Just saying. Wow. It, abs get that first goal. You felt like they played the first 10 or so minutes. A-plus hockey. I think shots were 12 to 4 or something after after 10 minutes Actually, of this game. Actually, but even after 10 minutes, they only had one against. Sure. The, 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 what you and I talk about yeah. all the time. It was time, dominant. Right? And I was yeah. telling that to the young guys. I'm like, it's funny how the abs 
they give periods of 10 to 12 minutes every game that they give up one shot or under. It's yep. crazy. Sorry, and, cut you off. No, no, you're good. And then they take a penalty. Yeah. And they <laughs> immediately get scored on on the power play. Yeah. It's uh, the first goal. It's it's a missed coverage. Uh, Olafson kind of takes the guy that's already covered. It's also a penalty kill. You just have less dudes on the ice. Somebody's going to be open. Yeah. It's tough. I'm willing to live in a world where you don't blame anyone for that one. But shit happens. You don't love it when 30 seconds later, the most nonsensical goal of the season gets scored on you. Yeah. I mean, I saw people immediately being frustrated with Georgiev. Like, can you stop something? And it's like, well, we'll get to that. That comes later in the this game. This is not the one yeah, that you exactly. get upset about. <laughs> if you're mad at any goaltender on earth for giving up that goal, you're mad at the wrong guy. Because that's that's one where you're mad it gets scored. There isn't anybody to be mad at. It's there isn't sh- anybody that does anything wrong. It's a shot from the point. It hits the ice. It hits a dude's stick. It hits Taze like three times. Yeah. Bounces off like his entire body. Mm-hmm. And it just comes right down to an Ottawa stick. Like, and, what are you going to do? Right. And like... One of those bounces includes one that goes yep. up, way up in the looper. air. Yep. And it was just like, like you're mad that it gets scored, but if you're mad at Georgiev for that getting scored, like we That's, just, there's got to be some level of reason here, right? Bad luck. <laughs> like that is a bad luck one. Yep. And I, yeah. and people, I, I don't know if there's anything in the world that enrages people more. Than just like writing off something as like it was bad luck, it happened. But it's, it's but puck it luck. is puck luck for the Senators. My question would be, what in reason could you ask an Avalanche player to do better on that play? Yeah, what's the mistake? Right, the puck goes and touches the freaking light bulb on the ceiling. <laughs> right? you know what I mean, like it's like ah, where is it? You know what I mean, like and then it comes down and it hits Taves on his thigh. Yeah, you know, and it goes directly <laughs> to Greg's stick. Stick. Yep. Right where, and, and like, it's not even like it's a wide open net, but it's like, there's you know, just a gap there. There's like you, a four inch gap. Yeah. I know. I, it's, it was insanity. That puts the abs in a hole, but they are able to get it back at very least. Uh, as Nathan McKinnon is just better. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that one, honestly, is like the one where you're like, all right. I mean, Mac didn't really do a whole lot there. It's not a great shot. And- yeah. And Great the, play by Val. Well, and look, I, I think, and we're kind of getting out of order here. Sorry. But No, 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 no. I want to have this conversation because we're going to get into a conversation about there were stretches where Georgiev wasn't very good tonight. Yep. But there were also stretches where the guy on the other end in Corpusalo was worse. So what we said on the pregame show, right? Yep. Beat the guy on... The other side, if you yep. look at his save percentage, it's very simple. It's very telling. Yep. One's got 9-11. The other one is what? One's eight six six or whatever it yeah. was. I don't remember. But it's one good, one bad. One good, one bad. And that's the difference in a hockey game. And unfortunately, Georgiev lately has been the guy that's... Been the bad one. Been the bad one. Um, he was on track for that at one he, point. Yeah, he was on track. Didn't like that. What is it? We can talk about it later. Yeah. But, you know, that fourth goal, whatever yeah. it was. It was but, bad. But it... But then after that, he found his groove. He made a couple big saves, and then he got busy. He got more busy. I think for him to get out of his funk, he needs to get busy. So I'm not asking the Avs to, to be bad. I'm asking the other team to be better yeah, and I agree to with he, this. create more chances and let him find his groove. Practicing, you'll get, you'll work at practice on on your technique, on your different. But it's never the same. It's like playing with your buddies 
you know, golf and, you know, you're having a couple cocktails and there's a mulligan every hole. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you play for real and you just can't, you know, yep. you can't sing a putt. You can't hit a fairway. It's the same thing. So and then every day is the Masters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every day is the Masters. And then it just feels like, oh, my God. But I think for him, that was big. The second half of the game, I think he got busy. He made some big saves. He played the game within the game and he didn't allow that fifth one to go in, you know, even though we all hated that fourth one. I think it's like kind of a reset button. Okay, I'm not letting that next one in. And obviously, you got some goal support. Tough to win a game if you don't get goal support. But, you know, again, yep. I think that's a big positive, the way he finished the game. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about him more when we get to those other goals. Yeah. Uh, first, you guys did get us to 100 likes, so thank you very much. We have our uh, vitamin W here. It's always a fun, fun time. Doing vitamin W is a lot better than not. Cheers. Somebody else definitely agrees that they like vitamin W. Oh? Yeah, it's getting smaller and smaller. Oh, yeah, look at that. It They're is, going uh, down. They're going down. There's like a little mouse that comes at night. <sighs> it was uh, full last week. As always, our winter shots are brought to you by Breckenridge Distillery. You can get their award-winning whiskey at BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Uh, and we are also brought to you by College Invest. You, uh, you got to make sure you're doing it. We had a bunch of... College or almost college kids on the watch along today. So one, one college one. Yep, one almost. Well, one tomorrow, yeah. and then the other three waiting. There you go. So make sure you are prepared when it comes to investing in your kids' futures or in a college invest plan for whoever it might be. Uh, you can get over to collegeinvest.org today to start your plan. Uh, super easy to set up, super easy to use, and a, a super important thing in the. Uh, the modern day where we've remembered that college student loan debt is bad. Uh, go check out collegeinvest.org today and get it all set up. Uh, also brought to you by the fantastic people over at Circa Sportsbook and Casino. Uh, obviously, if you're heading out to Vegas, you can hit up Circa, get in with them. Uh, when you use DNVR20 at circasports.com, you get 20% off your stay with Circa. They have all the amazing stuff from Stadium Swim to the uh, world's biggest sports book. A uh, bunch food. of other fun stuff, too. Good yeah, the food's good. Uh, the, the Bacon Palace or whatever it's called, I forget. Yep. Delicious food. Uh, go check them out there. And if you want to gamble from here in Colorado, they have a sports book app as well, which you can download today. Same place, CircaSports.com. Uh, when you do gamble with Circa, make sure a little money money. Make sure you do gamble uh, when you're 21 or over, physically located in Colorado. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.com today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, second period of this game. Uh, the Avs' third goal against is Kale McCarr scoring on his own net again. Yep, it's an own goal. So that's fun. It's an own goal. And... and I'm of two minds of this, right? On the one hand, stop scoring into your own net, even if, if that one is a funny redirect situation. It's happening a lot to him this yeah, year. Yeah, that's. It feels like it's been a bit much. Is my point. On the other hand, and really, this game gets to four-two before you ha start having this conversation. But do you guys give the Avs credit here for staying mentally tough, getting a random ass bounce goal, an own goal? And then ultimately a bad goal, bad save on the 4-2 goal. They're able to keep themselves in this game and figure it out. Um, kind of. 
Okay. Because, uh, I mean, I guess yes, but it's really like they scored six goals tonight. Yep. Six players had points. Yep. This was not like... It was a superstar we, effort, for this sure. This was not like, a, oh, we kept at it. Oh, man, we're really... Yeah. You know, well, this is a team. You know, you got a Miles Wood chips in here. You know, the little it, goal there. Or Ross Colton gets a goal there. It's, more of Nathan McKinnon yeah. saying, I ain't losing. Exactly. Like, your superstars <laughs> made the plays and yeah. made a whole bunch of them, man. Yeah. yeah. And they're just way way better than the best of what ottawa has to offer and ottawa's got some great players they do but this is the value of having the best top 10 players versus top 50 players yep and so i mean i i just think that kind of if you want to talk about resiliency tonight it's alexander georgiev sure he's the guy that is the the resilient one because after the fourth goal you're like, is this going to turn into six, seven, I eight, said, nine? I man. said pull him. Yeah, you did. I said he had to be pulled. He looked like he wanted to be pulled. Yeah. He was, he, you know, he's laying, he's laying there, his face down in the ice, like, but, like looking at the ice, like, I can't believe that I let that in. And yeah. then after that, he's great. Yep. He is legitimately great the rest it, of the game. It, and, yeah, it, to set the stage here. The Avs' fourth goal they give up just goes right through them. It's not a dangerous shot. It should never no. be a goal. Uh, but to your point and to what Eric was saying earlier, throughout the rest of the game, there are multiple stretches. Almost immediately after, he makes a couple of great yep. saves. I, foolishly, on the mm. watch along, said, okay, who cares? It's too late. You made these saves a goal too late. I was wrong. <laughs> Georgiev well, made every single one he needed to. And go back, on. and I'll, you know, for older people... If there is any on the chat there, go back to Grant Fuhrer back then. Fuhrer was the master of the Edmonton Oilers back then. They could all score their problems. But when it came down to locking it down, he would lock it down. Even if they would win 7-6 or 8-7 or, you know, the wild, crazy 80s and 90s, early yeah. 90s. But, yeah. And, and, and Fuhrer was never about stats. It was, never, it was about wins. and It was about important saves at the right time. And I think that's where, if we've been looking for some from Georgiev the last few weeks, I think... This last 35 minutes, uh, 25. For the first sorry, 25 20, minutes so sorry, in the 20, bin. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like the last 25, 27 minutes, I think that's where you're, you look at it and say, okay, is this where he turns it? You know what yeah. I mean? And, and again, we want consistency. It's no different than all the guys we've been talking about before on the pregame show and as a team. But he, it starts with your goaltender. If your goaltender is inconsistent, usually the score is inconsistent, Did- right? So... Do you it's think just too hard to outscore your problems? That's it every, every time, single night. So, but I, but I, but I liked his effort tonight. I liked his composure, uh, in a sense that he seems like he's got a short fuse at time. You know, like, eh, you know, and I do believe tonight, it feels like he kept it together. He got better and better and better, and that's the best I've seen him in a long time, uh, in crucial situations. You know, it, but he was more busy. So uh, you know, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Like, do you think that? The second half of this game where Ottawa did put a bunch of shots on him helps him a little bit. As we talk about the stretches of one or two shots in 10 minutes all the time, but I think it was, what, four goals on, like, 18, 19 shots at, yeah. the, at the time? In the well, second I mean, it's it was three of 12. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, he gives up one the rest of the way. Yep. And it's the one. It's, that's we're being really, honest. That's the worst one. The yeah. one that he gives up is Sideways. Awful. It's, it's, a, it's just it's an unacceptable but, goal. But that's it. That's one in 33 or whatever yeah, it ends up that's being. that's it. Yeah. He's great. After that. Great after that fourth goal. And so when you when you ask a question about resiliency, 
Georgiev's the guy. Yeah. And <coughs> but it, but if you look at it, and I always say it, like it's tough to to not get shots. And I think he's gonna have to learn. And I think this is where his learning curve is. You know what I mean? He's gonna have to learn that it's gonna happen a lot because the Avs are good. They're a puck possession team. Yep. We talk about it all the time. They're gonna go. At least once or twice a game, they give up one or two shots in 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Happens, happens all the time. Happened in so, this game. Happened in this game. So he's going to have to learn. Go back to the great Marty Brodeur. You know, people, oh, God, he was the greatest. He faced no shots. Oh, man, I tell you one thing. It's hard, and you have to master that play, too. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that Georgiev needs to learn how to play when he's not busy. If that makes any sense. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's the thing that we saw him do really well him. last year. Yep. But this year, it has not been very good. Call it bad luck. I don't know. But you can't keep having those outings, right? Three on 12, three on 14. Yep. It's going to bite you in the butt. And, and it has been biting the abs in the butt. And obviously, his record with his save percentage has shown. Uh, but I think if he can figure it out, learn how to do, talk to people that have done it too, because it's a different mindset. I don't know how you keep yourself busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it? Is there some mental gymnastics, or you know what I mean? Like, are, yeah. right? Are you going through a thing, and then you, you know, just to keep yourself? Is it movements in between whistles? Is it? I don't know what it is. Again, I'm not a goalie. I have no idea. I used to not play a lot, and then, <laughs> and then on the bench, though, I'll tell you one thing. I was freaking moving, and you know, it was going, and you know what I mean? Like. How do you keep yourself busy? And it's the same thing for an unbusy goaltender. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. It's it, the hardest position in hockey when it comes to that, yeah. right? Because they're out there for the full 60 minutes. Yeah. No matter where the yeah. puck is, no yeah. matter what's going on. It's, it's a no shift night. change for a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get to take their mind off the game while play is going on. Uh, so the Avs go down 4-2. It's a bad second period. I don't think anyone would argue otherwise. But they're able to get at least one important goal. They're able to keep it within one by the end of the second period off of... Uh, I mean, it's a pretty decent bounce. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I would say that the second Sens goal and that Avs goal... Equal out a bit. Yeah, I okay. would say universal karma-wise. <laughs> Corrected, yeah. I would say you're pretty even after that. Okay. Um because you get a great bounce, uh, a puck that just goes sideways. but And, and it's a huge goal. It's a game-changing oh, yeah. goal. You needed it. But you talk about Nathan McKinnon and Hart Trophy and all that stuff, right? That goal, it all starts with Nathan McKinnon just being pissed. Yep. Because the period is winding down. The power play has been horrible. Yep. It's been horrible. They spent as much time in the defensive zone. As the offense, there, at one at one point there was one sends forward pinning, pinning the puck it with three abs, with three abs <laughs> working it along the wall, and that, the send was winning. Yep, it was ridiculous. It was a horrific power play, and Nathan McKinnon was part of that. Yep, and then he gets that puck. If you go back and you watch it, he gets that puck, and just like brute forces yep. his just way says, into the get zone, the F out of my way. Yep, gets it set up. And then puts them in the position Where to get the bounce. bounce happens. It do, none of that happens without McKinnon just saying, "I'm come hell or high water. We are getting in the zone, and then whatever's happening ha is happening." Yep. And you almost knew how bad it was for Ottawa, the way Corpusalo reacted. Yep, he freaks out. He's like, 
Yeah, he throws a full on yeah. tamper tantrum <laughs> on the ice. Yep. And you knew, okay, 4 3. It's going into the third yep. period. Third period abs. Yep. Your top line is destroying in this game. Yep. Watch out. It was not a big surprise that it ended up finishing the way that it did from there. And that underscores the importance of that goal. And we've seen, we've talked about it with the abs, how it has really hurt them at times this year to give up that late goal. Yep. And how it changes the momentum. The other going, team comes out the next period. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And the abs almost came out and tied it right away. Just about. <laughs> and then did it eventually anyway. Yep. Tiff knows it's one of my hockey no-nos. It's the biggest play. You can't. You have the game under control. Yep. You're on the road. You're on the fifth game of a five-game road trip. You fired your coach halfway through because you can't defend. Mm-hmm. Right? The road trip I'm talking about. You fired your coach. Now your coach is the second game. You're up 3 nothing last game. You lose 4-3 <laughs> the Phoenix. Now you're up 4-2 to a Stanley Cup favorite. Let's not kid ourselves. It's in the top five. Yep. Like the people. And, and here you are, the Senators, and you're doing it again. And you're doing it again because of plays like that. You just can't give up that goal. We, Adrian and I, were sitting there because the young bucks were here. And, we're, and that's when you know, because of Tiff knows, the hockey no-no, that game's shifted. It's over. It's over. The Avs are winning. Right? I mean... I don't know what the odds are. The the odds were at that time, but you press it because you know they're going to win, and that's why that yep. team's in trouble. It's because of plays like that. Yep. And honestly, going back to Georgiev, because they didn't finish, they had well, yep, right. three on twos, three on ones, two on ones, galore. Like Jared Bender is going to freak out in their video session tomorrow, and it's just going to be the second period. <laughs> and it's Georgiev making a bunch of saves it on those is. opportunities. Yeah, after they after they got up to four on two, the abs. It was like the the abs. It was just a huge um, emotional yep. failure by the Avalanche to stay in the game. Yep. Georgiev kept a minute, and how often do we talk about you need a goalie to get you through some parts of games? He does tonight. Then the Avs turn it back on at the start of the third. They tie the game. They take the lead. And then Georgiev. And, and then all hell breaks loose with penalties. And yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. All this nonsense. And Georgiev is great. Yep. But it was like, this is the way. This is everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction. Yep. At some point in this game, you feel like this is how a team is supposed to work. The team in front of them is playing great. Some bad stuff happens. Your goaltender lets you down. The team. Gets back up because yep. your goalie gets up first. Keeps them, gives them the time to get back up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Agree. We're going to go a little out of order here. We'll talk about the actual goals themselves in a little bit. But the Avs four for five on the power play at the end of the night. I know that second one was rough, but there were some pretty darn good power Sc- plays. You scored there. on it, though, man. Yeah, exactly. That scored too. on it. The first one was awesome, and Druin. they score on that one. Yeah, it's a great play from Druin. Jonathan Druin, another game. He gets one assist. He played a lot better than one assist good. tonight. Yeah. Two a couple or three, goals. man. Yeah. He was really, really good. And goals, too. Remember, you thought he scored. He lifted his arms up, but when he kind of had yeah, that back end. It was barring out for yeah. him, unfortunately. But it's for a, a part of the Avs that has been 
a part of that inconsistency for them this year. Yeah. You're not going to go four for five every night, but it's a good little booster charge to that part of their game. Hopefully they can find a little juice from it. Going you have a couple forward. of these games every year. Yep. You have a couple where your your five on five is not great. Your power play bails you out. Yep. Yep. You take it. Elite players. Build some confidence yep. from it. So, uh, all right. Before we uh, before we get to the the next few goals, uh, we are brought to you by the folks over at. Oh no, I clicked on the wrong thing. Hang on. Oh no. Oh no. Over at Illegal Pete's. Uh, you can go get your delicious burritos over there. I promise they don't put mayo on them like I do. Uh, Unless you want. I mean, they would if you wanted it, I'm sure. Uh, delicious burritos, <laughs> awesome stuff. <laughs> you, might, you might have an odd conversation yeah. about it. They'd be like, you want me to what? <laughs> I, I did this. I went into a subway and asked them to put croutons on a sandwich one time because it was a thing I did as a kid. Yeah. And they were just straight up like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. I don't think Illegal Pizza will do nah, that to they, you. They'll hook you up. They, they will. Uh, delicious burritos. They also have happy hour from 3 to 8 p.m. Margaritas. Mm, mm, mm. Go check them <laughs> out. There's 11 different locations mm-hmm. here in Colorado, including one just a few blocks from the DNBR bar. And then when you want to go catch an Avs game or any other event, wherever you might be, Game Time is the way to get your tickets. When you sign up with Game Time, use the DNVR code to get $20 off your first purchase. They're the best prices for tickets you can find anywhere. You can do all sorts of stuff. Wait for last-minute deals. You can go and use their section selector. Uh, even if you find tickets cheaper somewhere else, they will reimburse you 110% of the price because you're going to get the best price at game time. Uh, again, use that DNVR code. There's a link down in the description of the video to sign up for Game Time's app. Join over 15 million people who get their tickets through Game Time. Uh, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. That Nathan McKinnon goal, they were offside, right? <laughs> it was offside. <laughs> <laughs> Looked pretty onside to me. <laughs> also, Matt Holiday. Man, it was onside. Matt Holiday touched home plate. So <laughs> that's where I am with it. Officially, it's onside. Boy. But they get different looks that we don't get. To, you know what I mean? They do get different. They looks do get different get. looks. It's so sometimes true. it's the diff- the one that you look at with the cameras like this yeah. and the lines Parallax, right here. Yeah. It just looks like, yeah, God, he could be offside. But then again, like I don't know, they must have different looks. They look at <laughs> he just looking at me sideways like, what the fuck? Matt Holiday touch home plate. Um, I hey, listen, if you're an Abs fan. It was onside. If you're a Senators fan, you got screwed. You know what I mean? So, and then obviously with the fail challenge comes another part. But yeah. <laughs> so here's the here's the game, right? You know I know I mean? you have to make that decision quickly, but yeah. Ottawa has to challenge that, right? I, I mean, it, it's I sure. Mean, I, I'd have challenged it if yeah. I was their yeah, video guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> They that's have to challenge that because you're looking it at it and you're like, forever to. that dude's absolutely offside. Give me a break with this. <laughs> and then they start they start looking at it and you're like, ooh, there's not a good angle. Yeah. And if there's no good angle, they call in the ice stands, right? If yeah. you Suddenly you're you know. in the hockey courtroom where you're like, he definitely did that shit, but we can't prove it. <laughs> and I don't know. here you are. Game of inches. Either way. Yeah, and that one, it was inches, <laughs> man. I mean, that was 
Sure, it's on site, I guess. Val put on the extra long skate blades this morning to keep that foot on right. side or something. Oh my god, dude, that's one. That's one where you're like, this is why you draft guys who are six three. Yeah, he's, he's got size right fourteen. Was that Val? He has size fourteen skates. Yep, that's why. And that's Cogliano. It's on side. It's offside. Yeah. The four inches he's too short. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's close enough. And you're like, come on. Yep. You they, have to challenge look, that. You have to challenge it. And from the Av side. They already threw all the hats on the ice, man. Like Nathan McKinnon just got a hat trick. You can't take that away. Yeah. <laughs> if they have to pick up all those hats, it's not a goal. Then they have to dump them on the Sens bench. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and regardless of the challenge, obviously they have to still execute the play. Nathan McKinnon just beats Corpusalo clean to get a hat trick and tie the game at four there. Love the fake shot. Yeah. Because it pulls that defenseman. And then, well, and then he no looks the actual shot. And then he just picks that corner. Yep. And you're like, girl, please. Yep, he's nasty. He's, this is one of those Nathan McKinnon games where you're just like, everything is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Everything is awesome. Some nights you just get out the way. Uh, but because of the failed challenge, the Avs do get a follow up power play. Miko does technically make the chip shot worse work, <laughs> but also Jonas Corposalo oh. just like. <laughs> Doesn't catch the puck. <laughs> Dude, his own worst enemy on that one. That was, he bats that thing around. <laughs> Looked like a cat with a ball of yarn, man. He just couldn't get a hold of it. It was bad. It was bad. How many practice attempts does he have on that shot, Eric Miko? Probably Every like a thousand this year? Every day. Every day at Family <laughs> Sports, he works on it. Every day. Don't tell me that because... It's it a shitty chip. It he works. works on it every day, and it was that it bad. It worked a couple games ago. worked last night and tonight. So <laughs> it's working right now. Oh, my God. It was rough. And Corpus Hall just doesn't make the play. Yep. And that's, that's again, that's one of those ones where you're like, you, you got to execute. What, Ed, uh, for Miko specifically, that's why you shoot the puck on net, bud. Yeah. Sometimes a bad shot goes in. A shot that doesn't hit the net never goes in. That's right. <laughs> the only the only bad part of him getting that chip goal is that it's just going to Now he's going to try it 400 more times yeah. in the next two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> It's going to be the only play that he has power play runs. It will work again. <laughs> Papa Lekkinen just sitting over there like, great. <laughs> Six more weeks of this thing. <laughs> like Miko's groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh and, and and then you look at it, obviously we've given Nathan McKinnon a ton of praise tonight, but with the goalie in the net, you have three goals from McKinnon and two goals from Rantanen. Yeah. <laughs> Those two guys just beat the Senators by themselves. Basically, Georgiev behind. And having Kel McCarr helps, too. Val Nachushkin has three yeah, assists he was in great this game. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, yeah, he was awesome. But again, he's on the top line. It's so an oversimplification, of course, but, you know. The two, uh, the two top goal scorers on the team scored all the goals. So, yeah, I guess Mac did pass. Yeah, with, with four tonight. goals yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Actually, I don't know because Nachushkin got up to fifteen the other night. I mean, did Mac make it there? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Okay, there you go. I don't know that for a hundred percent, but I'm. I'll take your word I know for that. it. Yeah. <laughs> Callahan Motors. I'll take your word for it. Uh, no. You get to five four. The Avs obviously go on to win this game, as we all know. Did they make life harder on themselves? Were there some made-up calls in there? But taking a whole bunch of penalties down the stretch doesn't feel great. I really don't actually have a problem with the penalty calls themselves, okay. like the actual whistles. I think 
what frustrated me most about the Manson that was the tripping. only only one that I was like, nah, I the one where he was it. sliding out yeah. after the really long shift and poor Miles Wood. Yep, because it never the shift that leads to it, it never should happen. Miles Wood beats that icing. Yep, True. he beats that icing, and they blow it. There and then anyway. because yeah. they showed twenty three point eight miles an hour, <laughs> like we've joked about how <laughs> the skating stats are kind of silly. That's, That's really fast. really <laughs> fast, and he beats that out. Yep. And it was ridiculous they called icing on that. And especially because that linesman earlier in the game waved one off in a similar situation. Yep. And it's like, this is where the consistency where you're like, give me a, is it yep. or is it not, dude? Yep. Like, like, yeah, it's, it's like up to you. But anyway, he beats that out and then he's exhausted yep. because he doesn't get the call. He has to go back down, and they're essentially playing five on four. We were laughing about it because he's a. You watch him that entire shift. He's high up in the zone. He's got both hands on his knees. He's reaching. (laughs) He's waving at the bench every time the puck goes around in the corner. He turns around and he's putting the hand up and he's cheating over a little bit more every time, trying to get trying to get closer. Yeah, and it leads directly the the exhaustion there that icing. It leads directly to that penalty call. Okay, and that's one where you're like this. It, 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 it's tripping. It's it's call whatever. That but. should not have happened. That entire shift should not have taken place. He beats that, um, and you just get put in a bad spot there, and then you don't handle it great. You don't get scored on though, so it's not like you fell apart here. You don't get scored on. Your PK rises to the moment. Georgiev rises to the moment. You got it's cool. It all all's well that ends well, right? Yep, it, it it worked out in the end. Obviously, you don't love that you put yourself in that situation though. On multiple penalty kills down the stretch of a one goal hockey game, and I I made this argument on the watch along. I'm not going to argue that it's not a penalty. I think by the rule book, it's probably a penalty on Josh Manson. I'm fine with that. Bowling it totally ball. is. But if you lie down on the ice, are you not entitled to your space? Like, if someone skates into you when you're lying on the ice, they, that's not tripping, right? If you're rocketing your body in the direction of the player and the player's moving in that direction and you take out that player's legs, you have tripped him. Give me a break. Okay, but if you're standing up and you check him, it's not a penalty. Does he still have the puck? I mean, he essentially, it would have been within the range of time that you're allowed to hit a guy. Yeah, then it's all good. Okay, so it's it's strictly because tripping is worse than checking a guy. Well, tripping's illegal and checking isn't, so yeah. Okay. That's just the difference. I think that's just what makes it different. Yep. Yeah. I, I, in my brain, I think there should be some onus on the guy skating to avoid the guy. I don't. And, and neither <laughs> does the NHL rule book, which is the only thing that ultimately matters. But I, I, And again, where I think the, the frustrating part of that call is that just in the span of an NHL season, you'll see situations like that. Guys will get chopped down like that, and yeah. it's fine. Well, and there's the unwritten rule of like, oh, if they get puck first or whatever, yeah. it's a, gets applied sometimes, not and all the time. You see it a lot of times on like two on ones where yep. a guy where the you, they teach you to slide into the puck. Yep. And if you slide into the puck, you're also sliding into the player that's either got the puck or has moved the puck. Yep. And that's you know that's where I think it's a you can be frustrated with it. I, in Manson's case, that was very clearly tripping. I. I was fine with it. I wanted to have the conversation. I'm not going to argue it. Uh, okay. 
obviously they have to get the empty netter. They win 6-4. But we do have Jared Bednar's presser and his thoughts on the game, too. He's so, going to hate the second period. Oh, I'm sure. Let's see what he has to say. I hate it. Second period was kind of getting away from you guys. How big of a jolt or, I guess, a confidence boost was that late goal from Rico? Well, it was huge. Um, yeah, the second was terrible. Terrible. Odd man rush after odd man rush coming the other way. Um, so, obviously, a lack of detail in that period. Loved our first, though. First was great. To come out of that 2-2. Didn't feel great, you know, it reminded me of the game in Chicago where we had a really good period and ended up 2-2, but it can happen. I think, um, you know, guys dug in. The power play was huge tonight, and obviously our top guys had a night. I mean, they were exceptional. Coach, you mentioned the second period. Well, it seemed like Alexander Gior really kind of held you guys in it during that second period. What did you kind of think of his night? Well, I thought he was good. I mean, when you look at the scoring chances we gave up in the second period, it's like, ridiculous really and um, I think there's probably one at least one in there that he'd like to have back but then he makes a bunch of big saves and, and holds us in at the end like we get in the penalty trouble at the end and you know they're pushing hard we're working as hard as we can they sustain some time two penalty kills in a row six on five and he makes all the big saves and keeps it out of the net so he battled for that win. Ho-hum after this big night, you know, 300th goal, four goals. What do you think about him kind of putting on a super antique tonight? Well, I mean, after the second period and the way it was going, I mean, even the start, like, I mean, he's playing out of his mind right now, in my opinion. And uh, that, we're asking that t top line to do a lot right now. And, and they're following through, you know. I mean, Val had 29 minutes of ice time as a forward tonight, 29 and change. Um, I mean, they're doing it all. Val did it all. Power play, penalty kill. Mack gets four goals. Miko gets two. Um, the, yeah. I think they're probably a little frustrated with the way we played in the second as well. But yet, they tonight, especially tonight, they respond and just keep working and doing whatever they can do to drag us out of the mud, and they did. Coach, does that second period performance take any of the anything away from this win? No, we need to win. I mean, you need the points, you know, like it's not always going to be perfect, but it just shows me we got a lot to work on. Coach Nico had said that the meeting this morning was very impactful. I mean, he's obviously already been producing, but what does that say for the effect of the rest of the team? I think it's it, like I know those guys, especially those guys, because we've been together a long time and they care. And sometimes they can get off track a little bit, but I think it's like I said, we're the the conversations after the meetings and um, comments. It's they're looking for solutions, and those guys are bought in. And you, when it's the you watch them follow up. A, a poor game in Chicago, a game we didn't like the results in, didn't like what we gave up. Um, you know, we've had a handful of those meetings already, and for those guys to take ownership and get together and have that meeting, to me, is shows strong leadership, strong character, and just got to keep working to get everyone on the same page. You mentioned like Bell's ice time over five minutes, PP over five minutes on the PK. He's got 13 goals in his last 18 games. I guess to you, does it feel like he's surpassed the player he was before all those injuries in 2022? 
I mean, this is as good as I've seen him play. Yeah. I mean, he was like that cup run playoffs that time of year. That sets the standard of probably the best I've ever seen Val play, but this is right there with it, you know, for this long a stretch. 17 games in a row for a point. What, what, what point for Nate? Is he the best player in the world right now from what you can tell? I think you're going to look at all those players, and they're all different, and they all go on their runs and streaks and whatnot. But, I mean, he's he's been exceptional, you know. They, and I've seen him, you know, play amazing games without contributing as much offensively but um, you know playoffs different assignments is buy-in um, which for me I think is really important that you're able to be flexible and do whatever the team needs you to do to win as a leader uh, and right now we need those guys to help produce offense and he's done it for 17 games in a row. Coach turnovers have still been kind of an issue, and obviously in that second period, but how is that something that can be rectified? Well, good question. <laughs> I don't have the answer. What do you think about the penalty kills at the end? You know, getting those three penalty kills. I thought it was huge, huge. And uh, to be honest with you, I mean, those guys, they work. Well, we obviously made a huge mistake on the first goal, like it's backdoor tap in through the seam. Um, but you know, some of our penalty killers in the box running a short bench during that time, I thought they were highly competitive. You know, it wasn't always perfect, and they were battling through some stuff too. Like, I feel like they probably had minimum three penalties, blatant penalties, while we're killing penalties. I think that's, you know, and they're still fighting through it to keep the puck out of the net. I think that's huge. Couple last ones of it. 29 minutes. I mean, I, you probably don't want to play him that much. So, what do you kind of need to no. see from everyone else to? I guess, more. To I need to see more. But we're playing to win. I'll play him 39 minutes if I have to. Is there concern in a game like this where you're you're getting production from the top guys, top line? They're going, but not much else from us. Well, like I said before, we got lots to work on. You know, if we're not going to score, we better be better defensively than we were in the second. Good depth stuff to work on in a win, though. What's that? Yeah, no, absolutely. We'd rather be working on stuff after a win than after a loss. All right, thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Thanks. That was Betsy's take on it. Obviously hated the second period there like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> so justified. Uh, I don't have a whole lot else to say about this game, so let's hit the Super Chats while you two think about your final thoughts. Uh, $5 from Tommy, who says, have we tried a Wood Johansson choo-choo line? Get the F out of the way. Also, how are y'all reading into the Lindholm rumors? Uh, I mean, I, I don't think anything you do right now as far as trying lines is a permanent solution because you're kind of just waiting for Lekkonen to get back into that lineup. And then you're, you're working with all of your top six pieces. Uh, as far as the Lindholm rumors, uh, they are what they are. Uh, the Avs would be, the Avs front office would not be doing their job if they weren't at least preparing for trade deadline maneuvering. It would be it wildly, way. wildly irresponsible if they were not doing significant amount of legwork and background checks and everything. Yep. On any potentially uh, available. Well, on Lindholm especially. Yeah. Who is 
at the moment, easily the best center that's going to be available at the deadline. Yep. As that continues to be the thing that you look at their roster and say, want a better two seat. <laughs> you need more here. Yep. There's another seven, eight guys anyway. So we just don't hear about it. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're talking about this one because it's the obvious one because of the status that he's in. And, yeah. You know. it's, it's not unlike what it was with Claude Giroux a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You Same can see it coming. Okay. All right. Thank you for the five. Then we have $5 from Nathan who says, dropping in to say, y'all rock. Nathan's rule and book it, baby. We going to pizza. <laughs> Nathan's are pretty cool. Nate, yes. I know a few cool Nathans. Yes. I will concede this one night only <laughs> until the next one. <laughs> when McKinnon has four goals again, Nathan's can be cool again. Yeah. <laughs> Any anytime McKinnon has at least a four point night, <laughs> Nathan's win. The dog. Uh, and then we have five from Ryan who says the four C E. Oh, the force. The force was with McKinnon tonight. This Got it. Too clever for us. It, most things are too clever for me, man. Uh, it was a crazy game and, and all around with the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good one out. Uh, yeah, I superstars did superstar shit, man. That's what happened. Good to have them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're built that way. $2 from Easton who says crazy first game. Had a legal Pete's before. Go Avs. Let's go. Thank Sorry. you, Easton. Friend from Kansas City. Yeah, he came a long ways to, to catch an Avs game. A wild one, no less. Yeah, it's a fun one to be. Your first time in Ball Arena? That's a good one. You're up, you're down, you're up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you throw a hat? I guess. Did you even wear a hat? We'll never know. Uh, $5 from Jeffrey, who says, Can we remind people that the hats are for the Denver rescue mission? Help a brother from the balcony get his hat on the ice. My beanie is not for you. Free beanie. Thanks. <laughs> Some people, can't, they, they keep them. That's why they get it. No, yeah. Throw it on them. the ice. If it's not yours, throw it on the ice. Yes. Also, if it is yours, throw it on the ice. But. Some people don't like to throw their hats. I don't get I it. I threw my hat on the ice, and they threw a pack. <laughs> if you threw your hat on the ice from here, that would be awfully impressive. I'm an impressive individual. <laughs> I'll say so. Do you control the winds? Yeah, I have lots of winds. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm just going to move on to the incredibly <laughs> generous Super <laughs> Chat $50 from Stefan. I think you know I me. said that Hold right. On. Think I said it right? I might have not. It's a French name, man. <laughs> this is too far. Oh, yeah. You should hey. wear your glasses. I know. Hey, DNVR crew. I don't get to watch post games most of the time. Uh, always listen next morning on my drive out to work. Keep up the good work. Win or loss, you guys break down the game effectively. If I'm not on after next game, have a Merry Christmas. Thank you very much, Steve. That's incredibly generous of you uh, to give 50 bucks. Joyeux Noël on Casey's French. He might be. I don't know. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts? Anything you guys want to touch on in this one? I think I'm good, man. I mean, that's that was a fun game. It was. It, it was ended fun, up being fun. It was a fun game. I won money on it. So hey, take the dubs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, my Druin point hit again. I'll take that. Yeah, five if, games in a row. Yeah. If we're mad at the second period, then guess what? Then it would have been an easy game. And, you know. Instead, we got a dogfight. It was fun. 
Right? You know what I mean? Like it was like an easy game would be cool. It was like, well, no, no, it's not. Easy games are not fun. This is fun. Overtime games are fun. They are fun. Yeah. This was fun. I enjoyed this quite a bit. Doesn't mean the Avs don't have a lot of things they could do better. For sure. <laughs> so, little bit of a little bit of balance in life. Sometimes it's good. Uh, before we get out of here, we are brought to you by Shady Rays. Make sure you go get your sunglasses. Uh, use code DNVR when you get two pairs or more over at ShadyRays.com and you get 50% off your order. Uh, Shady Rays has uh, a ton of different awesome sunglasses. If you haven't checked them out, go take a look. There's a ridiculous amount of choices and over 255,000 people have given them five stars. So go get your Shady Rays. And uh, yeah, when you're driving into work, make sure you can see. And then I don't, I don't have a good who got who got run over today. I don't know. I don't have a good one. Uh, if Miko puts a chip shot to the side of your head, well, my car had a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. I'm here for the, it. Was was it a big hit or is more like a continuous battle up the ice as as opposed to one big hit? No, he had a nice hit, and then he also had that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about we go when Manson bowling ball the guy? Sure. If if you've been tripped by Josh Manson, there it is. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, or slashed. You got them both. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He did get a slashing call if, too. If Josh Manson has accosted you. <laughs> call two 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 today. Uh, go get a hold of Boxes and Chinger. You can also go to coloradolaw.net. If you've been injured and you're not at fault in any way, whether it's a car accident, something happened at work, otherwise, you go to these guys and they will give you a free consultation. If you have a case, they'll take it on. You pay them nothing up front. They don't get paid until you get paid, and they will get you paid, almost certainly. They've been doing this for over 25 years. Extremely, extremely good at what they do. So call the two number today. Bacchus and Shanker wins. That is it for this podcast. Uh, we are off tomorrow, but we will be back Saturday, and then we will hit the holidays. So a handful of off days for us over the next few days. But we will see you for Saturday's game, certainly pregame and postgame. I want to say the Nuggets play, so I'm not sure about a watch-along. But yeah, we'll see who's here for it. Yeah, it's going to be just me. We have a lot of moving parts. Yeah. It being holidays. It's the holidays. Y'all know what's up. Uh, but we appreciate y'all. We'll see you on Saturday. And at very least, I will talk to you then. We all city like the mayor. 